Bada bing. Keeping the glasses on. Uh, Kelly's Just wearing kidding. sunglasses. Oh, and they're off. And they're off. Because it's too weird. It would be so weird. Um, Hello. Hello. Welcome to FOH. I'm Kelly Sullivan. I'm Lillian Devane. And we're doing a thing here for you. Kill myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a service industry podcast. Um, we talk about shit that's happening. Oh, yeah. In restaurants. What's on everybody's lips. What's the talk of the town? Talk of the town. Um, but not like the New Yorker. Our no. own thing. Yes, it's not. People it's sometimes different. say, it's, is it like the New Yorker? And I say, no, 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 no. Common no, no, no. misconception about this podcast. <laughs> Common misconception. <laughs> oh, man. Um, good to be here, huh? Oh, gorgeous. I feel great about it. Um, how was your week? I haven't seen you, I feel like. I know. Um, I don't know. We're both like not really drinking right now. Oh, my God. It sucks. I don't know how you guys do it. Yeah, it's boring. It's... Really boring slash I feel amazing, which is like a huge blow to everything I hold sacred. It's not changing how I feel physically, but I've I've made I've set some goals, which it's also my birthday coming up, so I think it's related to that. But you know, I'm and I was saying I'm thinking about moving some stuff around in my room. Yeah, and, that's know. good. So maybe it's helping psychically. Yeah, I think so. I just need to like fucking get my shit together. You know. Yeah. So it feels good. I did. I was telling Kelly that like the fourth day of me not drinking somehow I found myself perusing the shelves of Marshall's for hours and just like having the best time. I bought a pumpkin candle. It's I think I'm a worse person sober, Mm. you know, so I think I, I can't wait to, you know, get back into the groove of drinking and like being a cool person again. But right. It's good for some stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, I do have a service story, though. Do you have one? Uh, I can think of one. You can think of one. I'll think of it while you're talking. Yeah. Great. Um, I'll buy you some time. Um, Summer's over. Yeah. People are coming back from the Hamptons in New York City. Slowly trickling in. Directly going to restaurants. Mm -hmm. um, Which means we're much busier, which is great. But the clientele is, you know, now we got the... The moneyed people, mm. you know, mm-hmm. who've been gone all summer. Anyways, it was very, 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 very busy on Saturday night in a way that was, like, kind of unsustainable. Like, the kitchen, like, 86, like, five dishes. Like, it wow. was, like, it was like crazy. Yeah. Unexpected. Had, like, a complete reseating at 10 p.m. kind of thing. Like, yeah. nuts. Yeah, crazy. Um. And it was the kind of like bad that is almost fun. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I do. Especially because, I mean, unfortunately for the kitchen, it was like a lot of it was on the kitchen's end, like the actual stress. And then just, it was just like so comically insane that we were just like, haha, I wanna die. And it was like kind of fun. And I was like making margarita shots and we were, you know, whatever. Fun. It was fun. Um, and things just get progressively more insane. And then at the very end, <laughs> We're like, okay, things have like chilled. We've just got a couple tables in here. Like we're we're winding down, and then all of a sudden, I I there's like a commotion in the dining room, and I like look over. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? And like one of the servers is over there, kind of like huddled around a table, 
and then I'm like looking for a manager because I'm like something's going on and this guy had like jumped up from the table and pulled out a knife (laughs) what and this is like a nice restaurant right (laughs) not like a roadside arm wrestling competition tavern anyways and all but here's what had happened was that we had the windows cracked and a huge like water bug slash flying roach had flown into the restaurant and was directly above their table on the wall and this guy felt it necessary to take out a knife in the middle i'm like what what are you gonna do scrap with the roach like what are you doing (gasps) so they're freaking out and i'm also like this is the most hilarious end to have an enormous like like a full three inch bug like hovering over diners at the very end of the evening and everyone's freaking out and i like I'm trying, still trying to find the manager. One of the servers is like, I'm just going to whip this towel and whip the bug off. And I was like, do not. I was like, take, no, absolutely not. I'm like, it's already horrifying. Like, this isn't so horrifying. Everyone's seeing this roach. And then we get it. One of the back servers comes out and he just, <laughs> and someone had their hands over my manager's eyes. Cause she was like, I can't have you look at this. You don't want to look at this. What's happening in the dining room right now. And he just takes a broom and just squishes the bug into the fucking wall and sweeps it up. And I was like, this is so beyond the pale. And it's so, but, but it was so bad. It was like, I was crying laughing. That is hilarious. And then, you know, we like gave them a dessert. We moved them to a different table, obviously. You're like, listen, we got some raccoons that are going to come in. They're going to clear out the bugs. You're going to love. I'm just going to crack the door a little bit. They're going to come on in. Do a little song and dance. And the table next to them thought it was hilarious. They're like, this guy's crazy. And I was like, yes, uh, absolutely. Um, But it was so funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. It really nature is taking back my restaurant, it feels like. Yes. That is very funny. Um... (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> just so funny that the, to imagine like this the narrative in this man's head where he needs to be carrying a knife in case like he does have to scrap with a bug. Yeah, I was like, I guess you are getting fucked tonight. Like, I <laughs> guess your date maybe thinks that's like sexy or something. Do you think? I don't know. I mean, it was a very insane masculine thing to do. I don't know that I would go for it. No, I I wouldn't go for it. But this woman's already on a date with this guy. I don't know. Something must be luring her there. I'm trying to think how I would react to like, like the knife thing I think would turn me on. But the (laughs) the knife to a bug I think would so befuddle me that I think I would lose. Like it would lose the momentum. Yeah, you know? it's not like you're right. It's not very manly, quote unquote. To like do it's that. like you know how um, when Joan and Roger like someone holds them up and that's when they fuck and make the baby. Yeah, like that. Like when it's like it's like no, like I'll protect it's you. Sure, of course, of course. But it's like that versus a bug is like I would be like, um, um <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you clearly have PTSD of <laughs> yeah, some sort. We're not dealing with here. Yeah, it was a very bizarre and hilarious thing. And then also, I just... And then, of course, I had to stay out super late and process that whole evening. Of course. It, it was really crazy. Really remarkable. So, really you know, remarkable. again, it's a bit of a love letter to New York City. You know, anything can happen. A man can pull a knife on a small bug in a restaurant <laughs> in Greenpoint. And you, 
<laughs> well, it's the little things that really make it worth it, you wow. know? Gorgeous. The high rent, you know, I'll mm-hmm. pay it. If it's stuff worth like it. that gets to happen around every corner. Wow. Truly worth it. Yeah. Anyways, never a dull mom. No. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Anything fun happen? Um, this is a story about being a patron, but okay. my, my friend and I were out to lunch on Saturday and she was wearing like a kind of like, like a brighter mustard, like a, uh-huh. like a gold, a golden yellow. And this man like walked up to her and he was like, love your shirt. Love the color. He was like that color and emerald going to be everywhere this fall. You're going to say it everywhere. <laughs> and I just was like, it, it was so funny to me. And I think my friend was like thought that I was being like mad like that he didn't compliment me yeah because she was like just let me have this compliment but I just thought it was so funny like the the mindset of just like walking up to someone being like let me tell Tell you like the fashion forecast is like so funny to me Mm. and I just think sometimes those interactions the guest on guest sometimes you forget oh right always in the like kind of the the guiding role the leadership role is the server the bartender and and sometimes it's like just the riff the rank and file the guests sure the the guest on guest the common people it's, speaking it's to one another it is yeah what makes it seem okay to do that in a restaurant you break the veil break the yeah it's you weird know? And then sometimes I feel like in my mind I'm still working for them and I'm just like, what the fuck are you? But then I'm like, oh, you're just talking to me as sometimes, a person. Sometimes, no, that's what I was going to say is I think sometimes it's like it's so hard to turn off like service face when yeah. you're in a restaurant that I think it makes you feel more, appro- there's something innate that people oh, are like, yeah. I can approach them because I'm like, who would just imagine just doing such a thing, just walking up to someone being like, okay, so what you're wearing? Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, mustard's classically a fall call it's always every fall yeah green and yellow for fall is like yeah that's <laughs> florals for florals. <laughs> <laughs> kelly you know it's new york fashion week so oh is it yeah oh so maybe well, that guy was so i mean you look great uh, hello the sunglasses kelly's of course wearing a tube top uh <laughs> tube top and overalls <laughs> A slutty little urban farmer. Um, When I said, uh, for those who follow me on Instagram, I said, do you think I could pull off a straw hat? And a listener said, don't forget the overalls. And I said, done. Little do you know, I own at least four pairs of overalls. That was the first trend of my, um, I feel like of my early 30s that I said, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. It was sort of, I felt that it was not for me for sort of the first time in my life. Oh. You know? Yeah. It was not, maybe not necessarily an age thing, but to me, I felt it very strongly. I was like, I, I'm not going to do the overall thing, you know? No. Oh. It was a choice. Yeah. I think you look great in them, though. I wish I were into them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, that's it, right, for service stories? Yeah, that's we're all good. I got. We got it. Um, I did have another guy recently ask me, he was like, are you from, did you ever live in San Francisco? And I was like, I just had to be like, got one of those faces. It's starting again for me. Yes. The, f- the season of. The season of, do I know you? Do I know you? You look like this famous person. Right. Yeah. I have, I stopped getting that. I don't know why I'm a little bit worried about it, but I don't know. That's for therapy tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm like really freaking out. Cause people like, aren't telling me that I look like a famous person anymore. And I just like, it's really makes me anxious. Um, just silently opens the door for me to leave. Um, okay. (laughs) This week's topic, 
Um, we thought we'd go, I don't know, return to innocence. Yeah. Oh. Um, we, I was thinking about like the concept and feeling of like being a regular Mm. and like having regulars come if you're, if you're working at a restaurant and like all of the different issues and weird and good stuff that comes with that. Um, I think it's like something that isn't really like it's really valued at restaurants and I don't know if people realize how much it is. Right? Like people who don't work in restaurants. No, I don't think that people realize how much the staff. Yeah. I don't think people realize like from the staff perspective, like I read a little bit for this of just people writing like little essays about like the nature of being regulars. And obviously they were all done from the perspective of being like, the regular, the guest, mm. but I was like, it's, it is like it, when you're in a restaurant, it's like regulars really can see you through. Yeah. Really pull you through. Yeah. There's many kinds of regulars, uh, you know, just as there's many kinds of people. Mm. Wouldn't you say? Wow. Wow. Think about it. Um, no, but like there's, re- so regulars are important to restaurants for like a, a lot of reasons, but one, like it's something you want to cultivate because like, that's where like, especially if they like come out and like have a nice dinner, like a lot, like that's like almost like, you know, a, a revenue you can count on to yeah. put it in monetary terms. Yeah. So like in that way, it's important just because it's like, we want people who are like, this place is so great. I want to come back over and over and over again. That's a huge compliment. It's really great. And it's, yeah. it's a dependable sort of thing. So you want to build that community mm-hmm. as, you know, as a restaurant. But, um, but yeah, there's also like, I don't know. It's such a weird, complicated thing. There's also people you're like, fuck, I can't remember this person's name. Like there's like a whisper network around regulars. For sure. There's like, sometimes people love regulars that other people hate sometimes regulars fucking suck and then you're like oh i still have to kiss their ass even though they fucking well, suck well i think particularly i don't know if people know this too that it's like you can be a regular of a restaurant but then within that it'll be like that's lillian's regular that's kelly's regular and sure. so like someone who's your regular to me might be mean literally nothing right and like where lillian used to work and where i work now it's um one of those restaurants that's open all day so there are all different types of regulars. There's like morning regulars and evening regulars and bar regulars. And and so that happens a lot. Well, it'll be like, okay, that's someone else's regular. I do <laughs> not care about them at all. Yeah, I'm not treating them special. Don't I don't care. I've never seen that person in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's people, like, people sometimes really own the regular status in either a good way or a bad way. And I think you can abuse being a regular really easy it's an abuse of power it's an abuse comes as no surprise (laughs) (laughs) to be expected it is though so like okay here's a couple different scenarios one a regular or vip px whatever who is friend of the owners is like the worst kind of regular absolutely it's like a nerve-wracking it's a nerve-wracking regular-to-owner pipeline <laughs> that I fucking hate. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, and there's people who name drop who are like, I'm actually friends with whatever. I'm like, if you were, you wouldn't fucking tell me. 
Or you wouldn't have to tell me. I would just yeah. know. Do you know what I mean? I fucking hate that. Do you hate that when people yes. name drop? Oh my God. It's so ridiculous. Or when they're like randomly like, is so-and-so here? I'm like, you, A, if they were, you would see them working right now. This is, do you know what I mean? Yeah. B, no. And C, I don't give a fuck that you knew someone's first name. You, so dumb. It's, it's so dumb. It's publicly available. And for, you could have just Googled it. Yeah. You could have geotag searched it and then looked it up. Okay. Like the rest of us. Okay. I used to work with a guy who he was like, I bring beer to the kitchen at every restaurant I go to, like not even where he doesn't like, he won't know the kitchen staff. He'll just bring beer. Yeah. And I was like, so you just are trying to get free stuff. I was like, that's That's so fucking really weird. Yeah. There's like suck up regulars too. that are like, Oh my God, I fucking like industry regulars are also some of my least favorite people because they're super judgy. Yeah, they can be they can be a little tricky. They can be really tricky. Y'all stop doing this to each other, okay? I, yeah. Cease fire, please. Just stop. bring the candy and don't be weird. Don't yeah, don't be fucking weird, especially back a house. I'm looking at you, you absolute freaks. No offense. <laughs> no offense, you guys are cretins. Uh, you're trolls, hundred percent. I can always tell when I'm dealing with a fucking backup house industry person because they're an actual mutant who can't speak to me and is a freak the whole time. My friend was recently telling me about this backup house person she works with, and she was like, "I don't know if you would like him or not." And she's like, "He's like a dick and not that nice, and like is really mansplainy, and his teeth are fucked up, and he has two communist tattoos." And I was like, "That sounds like..." exactly what I would like. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't believe you're saying I don't I won't. know. I wouldn't like that. I was like, don't know. I was like, I'm wet. Okay. Gross. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So industry regulars, friend of owner regulars, both can be bad. Both can be good though too. Both can be good, but can also be bad. Can also be really bad. But I think the regular that you want is a true neighborhood regular. That's yeah, exactly. Who's just like, this is like, well, the essay, one of the essays that I read was on Eater, and she was just, like, talking about, I think it's called The Perks of Being a Regular, and um, ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. The Perks of Being a Regular by yes. Sarah Fershine. Hmm. Does that sound right? Nope. <laughs> um, and she was just saying that it was, like, this place that she went to. It was, like, an Italian place that's now closed that she went to, and she was, like, it was every second date, every birthday, every promotion, Aww. every parent visit. She was like, it was just my spot. And that's what you want is totally. someone who's like, this is the place I go to celebrate. Absolutely. It's so cool. And I like do really feel, it is a really nice feeling to have someone be like, I love this so much. And I, and it almost feels like this weird unconditional thing at a certain mm-hmm. point, yeah. right? Like if you're like, I've been coming here for years, there's nothing you can do to make me not, do you know what I yeah. mean? It's like a comfort level. And when you get someone that you can maybe let your guard down with a little bit, who's yeah. like really always having a good time, like they're in a good, you know, yeah. or someone who comes in and like wants to talk or like isn't having a good time, but someone who like, comes to you for like not an overburdened emotional need, but like just kind of a regular human connection. Yes. And that's what makes it really special. Yeah. If they're like cool, good people and like tip you well. Yeah. And then there's also the whole like negotiation of like hooking people up, which is like, it's an art. 
It's an art for sure. You have you can't do too much. You can't do too little. You have to kind of it, it's and then you know, you have to realize that it's like if you give a mouse a cookie kind of situation, you know what I mean. You're gonna have to do it for the forever. Yeah, you're like, like okay, you, so I, I can I never you, charge you for a drink again. I know, yeah, <laughs> it's I've done that to myself. I'm like fuck, like you know. And then they're like, oh great. And then they kind of gradually tip you less and less because it's just like doesn't it mean become, anything anymore. Yeah, it's, it's habituated. Yeah. Um, yeah, hooking it up too much is such a funny phenomena. Um, Please, guys, I fucking beg of you. I Some of the people that I love very much have done this, and it's like, at, you, we're, we're going to give you free stuff. <laughs> we're going to give you free <laughs> stuff, and you need, you need to tip on top of what it would have been. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I gave so... The kitchen sent out dishes. I comped around to drinks. Blah 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 blah. Twenty yeah. percent. I was like, babe, no, 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 no. And if you're like, I'm not sure how much, it, just throw an extra like ten. You know what I mean? Like it's not a big no. You don't need to be fucking crazy with the tip. Goodwill hunting. You don't have what to does figure that mean? out. It's like a math equation. Oh, if okay. you didn't know like a round and then a dish. I thought you meant like crying to each other I don't know I didn't know what scene you No, meant. I was thinking of like like you're like because okay, you haven't seen time. that movie so your only thing is the one <laughs> equation part of the movie okay got it just checking I've seen it you have not uh yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> first time I've ever called Kelly out for anything on the podcast is about Goodwill Hunting <laughs> Any other bullshit she says, I let fly. <laughs> Listener, right before this, Lillian called me sneaky, which is so crazy. Guys, is it not accurate that Kelly keeps things from me personally <laughs> on a daily level? <laughs> daily level. Uh, oh, my God. Anyways. <clears throat> um, so tip on the stuff that you get sent. <laughs> Like, um, I don't need... I wasn't going to talk about the experience of getting overly hooked up um, from, like, the, the the customer end when you're, like... It's stressful. It's stressful. You're, like, no. No, no, no please. <laughs> it's, like, you see, like, a round of shots coming to your table, and you're, like, no. Don't. Don't bring those over here. <laughs> I mean, it really is a thing, especially, like, industry people do this to each other while you're, like... Give people free stuff, and then it's it really is like a bargaining chip of like, and then I will go to your restaurant. It's yeah. like we're giving each other the same money back and forth. Yes, I always <laughs> cite this study that I don't that a bartender I used to work with cited to me, and I never looked up, and I don't know if it's accurate. But um, shout out to Tim. Um, it's a study that I guess the sociologist did specifically of bartenders at gay bars in Chicago, uh-huh. and then talked about their like perceived wealth and the actual amount of wealth that they had. And they were like, everyone perceives themselves to have a much higher wealth, but actually there's just this like same, like $5,000 basically that was just going back and forth, just being passed. That's incredible. Because it was just like, they would all go to each other's bars, hook each other up over tip, you know, but it was just the same money. Wow. That's so funny. I think that's true. I think it's true too. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh like gosh. when you get into such a specific scene, like like gay bartenders in Chicago, right, like right, that's like right. such a thing. But like it's the same thing of like 
a certain breed of restaurant in like North Brooklyn, which is where both Lillian and I work. Like it's like, we're all kind of like hover. This money is just hovering. <laughs> and we're all just passing it back Throwing and forth. Throwing down like 420s every weekend. Yeah. It's so. Um, it's just wumpum at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, there's that concept. What else? I think I'm not a regular anywhere that matters. I was thinking about it. I have one place that I'm a regular at and and I love it. It's such a, I really miss but it. But I'm not I'm not a super regular there, so it's like it's it's the I'm walking right on the line of being a regular. Yeah. Cuz I probably only go there like once every couple weeks. But I know some people who work there and everyone's really friendly and nice, but I don't always get anything done for me, but so then when I do it's really special. Yeah. I had I I used to be a regular at my coffee shop, which I really miss because I really love being a coffee shop regular. It's like mm. so wholesome. Yeah, it's really cute, and it's like really easy for them to be like coffee's like it's just yeah. it's really cute. Um, baristas are like an adorable group of people. Like I just love them. Um, but I actually got scared off from being a regular at that that place we went to the Indian restaurant. Oh yeah. They over, they freaked me out so much that I was like, I'm never coming back here again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they were like, they kind of just like hovered at the table when that I went in. That was just a service issue. No, 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 no. Oh, of no. There was regular. something else that happened where I came in. I came in with our friend Robbie, and the woman was like, "You come in like she was like, you come in like a lot. Essentially, it was like you come in. A lot. I was like, oh yeah. She's like, you're back again. I was like, mm-hmm. And then she was like weirdly was like do you want some chai and i was like oh no i'm okay and then she was like d- like kind of just like stood there and i was like mm, what's happening and then she like came back with chai and i was like oh th-. like she was trying to give me a gift yeah. but like i didn't understand like i was like no i don't really want hot i was like sweating i was, like didn't want hot tea anyways it was just very weird and then she was like good she's like oh like just kept being so intense to me and i was like wow it was very uncomfortable that's crazy that sounds so good to me right now we should go right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um there there is on medium.com this guy named matt gross wrote this thing called being a regular at a bar or restaurant sounds like utter torture what <laughs> but what he was talking about which is like to me i was like okay like you're just maybe a dickhead because then he does end the piece with being like no, it's actually nice being a regular. But he talks about going to this Chinese restaurant and that he's like, it was always like a strain to make conversation. And he was like, and now he's like, I'm a regular at a bar where the bartender doesn't try to make conversation with me. He just kind of like gives me yeah. the old like yeah. look of recognition. And I was like, you're just a dick. Like just make conversation. But I do understand the strain sometimes of you're like, I just want to be anonymous yeah. or I don't want to have an interaction and sometimes you go into work and a regular comes in and you're like, mm. oh my God, that's the worst feeling where I'm like, I always at work, I'm like, fuck, I have to get it up for these guys and I don't want to. Yeah. That's what it feels like all the yeah. time. I'm like, I have to go and be like little fucking pony on a yeah. little fucking show. And I just like, don't want to fucking do it. And it's like, sucks. But if you don't do it, you're going to get in trubs. I, um... I remember a couple months ago when I was just like truly laid low, like going through like breakup stuff and just not being like not leaving my house and not doing anything. And then regulars who would come in like weekly would be like, what's new with you? And I literally was like, um, pretty excited that a star is born is coming out and like 
10 days. So, um, oh yeah, but it was like too far in the future. And so the next time I saw them, it still hadn't, like, I still hadn't seen it. And I just, told, and I was like, no, yeah. I, um, still waiting on that movie. To yeah. Come so it's, it's, that's pretty much me right now. It's like January. They were like, wow, this girl is put me on suicide watch immediately. They're like, this is so rough for you. I don't but have... it was like not the regular status where I could be like, hey, this like there were some regulars that like when I went through my breakup, I was like, mm, this is what's up. This is what's up. And there were some that I was like, I'm not telling you, but they were just like, wow, she fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any regulars yet. I don't. Well, I have. Some people that I've that used to be regulars at where I worked with yeah. you that have now come over to where to. I work, which I'm psyched. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure they still go. No, they yeah, don't. They're gone. They said no more. We like Lillian more. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm not uh, I'm not in a regular building phase of my life right now. You will. You think? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, will I get it back or? <laughs> and then everyone will come in and say you look like Faye Dunaway or whatever. I... <laughs> You know that's my number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I want. I just need some more like forty-seven-year-olds uh, to get divorced in Greenpoint, and then I'll have my my oh, my I'm population sure. Virgo season. Then you gotta get there are more divorce papers being served yes, in Virgo season you're right. than any other. You're right. You'll get them. Thank you. And then October spooky month. That's oh, gonna, oh height. Listeners, <laughs> wait for October. Lillian's really gonna come into her own. <laughs> I fucking hope so. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I should really. I don't know. I miss my regulars. You'll get them back. I know. I just. I don't know. I miss the ones that I can really just be a true. And then oh, the best is when you have a regular that can be like these guys are being fucking assholes. Yeah. That's great. So it's not professional, but if you're that close, you can. You can really. You can shoot a glance when someone's being a dick. Yeah. Sometimes I do that with people I just fucking met at the bar who I think oh are chill, God. and there's a guy next to them being a fucking asshole. Like this one guy who banged his fist on the bar a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hachi machi. Yeah, like, put that away, sir. <laughs> I'd rather you bring out a knife. He thought we'd lost his U.S. Open gift bag, and I said, sir, I'm going to need you to get the motherfuck out of here, please. Wow. Yeah, that's the level of people I have to deal with sometimes. No, no, no. Like, nope. <clears throat> Anyways, I wonder. I, I wonder what was in it. I don't know. I didn't ask. I will say that I bought um, some socks from the polo store at the U.S. Open, and they offered me like this giant plastic, like drawstring tote thing, and I was like, "No, I'm good." And then I went back to the Open with a friend of mine, and she got also some socks and a hat, and she was like, "I'm using this. It's going to be a great beach bag." And I was like, "I'm a fucking well, idiot. Stupid." Stupid! I should have said. Yeah. Please. Um. What else do we have to say about reggies? Oh, um, I regulars. If you are a regular somewhere, just know that someone is burning a candle for you in their heart. We love you. That's true. Also, real quick, back to the abuse of power. Yeah. If you're a regular, you can't start expecting stuff. Yeah, you should expect to pay for everything you order. Yeah, 100%. Also, don't be a, like I come here all the time. I got a green salad once. Can I get it again? Like just yeah. like don't. Don't make me hate you cuz I'm going to have to see you all the time. Yeah, I think that's the important thing is like and that's what in the perks of being a regular the one on eater this woman was like you become a regular so you can kind of 
focus on your company and and the rest falls away and so you can just easily be like i'll have this pasta or this right. salad or this cocktail and it's like let that be let the restaurant be that for you the place yeah. you can go and just say i know what i'm getting. don't don't be asking for substitutions don't be asking for anything crazy just say i know i like that i know i like that goodbye yeah, and you know, it's so fucking evil because restaurants are so, I mean, not all restaurants, but most restaurants are just like really day to day. And so, like, that's part of the problem of like feeling compelled to like answer everyone's whim. And so, like, if you put people in that position, it's like fucked up because you're basically fucking with our money when you do that. Yeah. Like, we had that one fucking nightmare regular bitch from hell who would come in, and every time we saw her, our stomach would fucking drop, and I'd be like, what nightmare am I going to be put through today that I'm going to have to fucking take because we need money? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It sucks. I want to work at a place where it's like, you're being a bitch, get the fuck out of here. What do you think? Is that going to happen to me? I mean, I think if you work... (laughs) Uh, Dick's Last Resort. Yeah, we're yeah, Dick's Last Resort. Or you could just go back to, like, Dive Bar. No, I can't ever do that. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Worst time of my life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I do... Yeah, I don't know. I want to... I want the power, you know? But I guess that's what you get when you, like, are, like, an owner or something. Yeah. But I don't really want to ever do that, so... Uh-huh. No. No. Like, do I? Mm, no. No. Kombucha girl. <laughs> She's so funny. She's Have so Have you funny. watched her other TikToks? Yeah. She's so good. She's really funny. Um, anyways, I think that's probably all I have to say. Yeah, that about does her. Uh, be respectful and generous mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. But especially if you're a regular. You yeah. never know where you're going to become a regular, so always be nice. Oh, yeah, that's true. Always be nice. Yeah. It is. Always A-B-N. Always be nice. I also will say that I think people think that, like, you can be go into a place and be like, ugh, I'll never get hooked up here. This place is either too hoity-toity or too busy. But, like, I, like you, if you, the power of just a simple <laughs> niceness is, totally. like, like, I've been hooked up at, like, the Commodore, which is, like, a really, like, busy, busy bar that they, I don't think they do that, like, ever, because it's just, like, in a shitty part of Williamsburg, and everyone (laughs) who goes there is an asshole, but because of that, like, literally being nice to the bartender, like, I've gotten, like, rounds of shots, and, like, stuff like that, and you can get hooked up anywhere by being nice. That's true. That's really true. I, I actually hooked up a couple. I usually hook up only people who I, like, know or, like, whatever. But there was a couple at the bar on Saturday where it was such a fucked up night and everyone was insane. And they were, like, this really cute, like, visiting French couple. And they're, like, can you tell the chef that, like, the duck was the best we've ever had? And, like, they, like, loved it. They were, like, so cute and sweet. And I was, like, I'm going to give these guys a morrow because they were, like, really nice and, like, made my job easier. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, huge, you know? Yeah. And they were hot, so it's like obviously. Yeah, your reptilian brain—you couldn't even control. No, I was like, I, all of a sudden you woke up, you came to out of a blackout, and you're like, "What am I doing?" They're yeah, hot. you know what I mean. No, I yeah, I was like, they must be rewarded. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they also looked like really similar. It was you know one of those weird things. Mm. No, what's that um, movie where there's like the guy fucks the brother and sister? Ooh. And it's about like the the student protests in France in 1968. Don't know. 
I'm going to look it up. Talented Mr. Ripley. Up. Lillian. <laughs> Don't. Don't bring Jude Law into Don't this. Don't tease me, Lillian. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, cool. Well, I hope that we have some announcements coming up for you guys soon. Unsure. We'll see what the fall brings. We'll see. Maybe some events. Yeah. Some merch, you know? Um, and then for Spooky Month, I think we're going to do, we should do the horror story stuff again. Horror stories for sure. So we'll start do. thinking about that. Start thinking about bad things, that scary things that have happened to you. Yeah. And send them on over. Um, please do throw a little review uh, out there rate we would love to a subscribe a simple subscribe a simple subscribe would do um, and we appreciate you all so very much mm-hmm. and when this episode drops nope never mind okay no it's true what when this episode drops then post 9-11 world <laughs> yeah post 9-11 <laughs> but my birthday will be in the next few days so a, a nice present would be a little review tell a oh, friend you know for kelly's birthday tell a friend about this podcast you love so much yeah great yeah that's i just couldn't i was like looking at the calendar i was getting confused but it, that is true that's... what i just said <laughs> <laughs> okay kelly uh, also does not know her own birthday so troublesome stuff <laughs> um <laughs> all right uh thank you all okay goodbye see you